Good morning, guys. It's Bob and Candy Coated Razor Blades, and uh, I'm trying to save you. <laughs> Go, Andy. Introduce yourself. Oh, man, I didn't even have a funny thing this morning. That's okay. Uh, yeah, no, I've uh, you were, you were, we were, we're all in the middle of imposter syndrome. It's yeah. Hilarious. My imposter syndrome has imposter syndrome. <laughs> there we go. So, um, I am here this morning. Hi guys, it's RC and I didn't watch the movie we're about to talk about because it was two Ooh. hours of sleep or four hours. Yes. <laughs> I know. I'm the worst. But that's okay. Ooh, he nice. saw stuff that I wanted to see yesterday. So, uh, and we are here this morning. We're going to uh, get into our morning update after this, but we are talking to Jules and Chuck, the writers of Alive. Good morning, guys. Good morning. How Thank are you. you? Very well. Terrific. Good. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, yeah, we have nothing but good things to say about your movie. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my no, I'm oh, like thanks. Huh. I mean first off, you know, Angus McFadden. Oh, nipples. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, you know, I don't think of Angus and nipples, and but that's, that's I may look at him in a different way. <laughs> okay, so I did a little bit a brief bit of research as we were doing this and like I I kind of realized like, oh my God, he was the actor who played Robert the Bruce in Braveheart. Right. Yeah. yeah. I have literally been crushing on Angus for a quarter of a century. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm not stopping. So, uh, yeah, there we are. Yeah, he was, uh, back in the day, uh, he was quite the leading man. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, still, he's still mean, a, you know, he did all right in the town of Calgary. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're spreading rumors. Listen, I don't want to say that he struck out in the town of Calgary. So oh, come on. <laughs> Angus, was about, Angus was great. Yeah. Super <laughs> professional. He's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, he's he was, super good. Uh, he really kind of... Uh, he, he's I don't know if he's considered the lead of this movie or but he definitely is a, a very large presence within it yeah. well yeah I mean without he is the omnipresent ominous yeah, sort yeah. of figure in so, it yeah, so, so, so just it was so important that, yeah so that you I'm sorry I didn't mean to speak over oh no that's good uh, just so that you guys are aware um, we have been keeping a rolling count of the fat guys we want to bone that die in movies and we're super glad that he did okay. not die. <laughs> spoilers, Bob. <laughs> I did give away some spoilers. Mini spoilers. Mini spoilers. Very mini spoilers. Yeah. But yeah, so just wanted to let you know that you've you've enhanced <laughs> our very Listen, if he hears this and he hears you refer to him as the fat guy, oh well, he'll be more upset about that. But he'll be guy. here in Columbus. We we like. You'll him. get him here in Columbus. But we like that. Yeah. It's a compliment yes. to us. Okay. <laughs> Dad bod is an awesome thing. Okay. We're good. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> so tell us about your movie, guys. Just give us a high level if, if you want well, to Jules, go Jules, you give that. the high level. Jules, uh, the big so high the level. The basic logline is that a man and woman post surgery wake up in a ho- an abandoned hospital and they have no recollection of who they are, how they got there. And then there is this man played by Angus McFadden, Angus. who uh, he might be a doctor, he might be a mental patient left behind by the hospital mm-hmm. uh, that holds all the secrets to uh, their their past, their present, their future, who they are to each other, to that everybody. And uh, then it's not until the very end that you understand exactly why he wanted them to stay where they were so badly and not leave and, and not not try to escape yeah. and, and all that. We are not giving that away. No, no thank we're you. not. Yeah. Bob, I will cut you if you try. 
Oh He'll God. come after you with one of those candy razor blades. Right. If you try. Yeah. It's, a, it's an amazing reveal. It really is. Right. Oh, super. No, thanks. So, I mean, how did this come about for you guys? How, what was the thought process behind this delightful piece of madness? Well... Well, so we're both big horror fans, right? Right. Like old horror. I'll right, admit, I don't. I have kind of a weak stomach when it comes to the new stuff because it's so graphic. It's so hard to watch <laughs> yeah. sometimes. But like we we love, you know, the classic from uh, Hitchcock to John Carpenter. John Carpenter's big fan. Uh, and and The Exorcist is one of our favorite movies of all time. Um, Perfect. So, so we wanted to do a horror script. We just didn't really know what story we wanted to tell, and we had some stops and starts. And uh, well, we did, there is a bit of a spoiler if we give the full right, right. Yeah. So but but you know, we also wanted something. Listen, we've had scripts optioned, not made, and we were at a point of, well, let's we're going to do this ourselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. So part of it was also we also it needed to be self-contained. Right, mm-hmm. needed to be smaller. Sure. We wanted a small cast, yeah. and so that helped us in a weird way, giving ourselves the, the, uh, I don't know, keeping ourselves within the guardrails right. kind of thing. Like instead of like usually when you sit down to write something, you're like, well, I've got the whole world. I can, <laughs> right. I can invent anything, right? It's yeah. just us in a piece of paper, you know. We'll have them skydiving from you know whatever. But we were like, well, so we had all these sort of barriers and constraints but then basically we we were just you know freelancing ideas and then we saw something we saw this weird tv commercial that clicked on and then we were like boom 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 and then we were able to put it together yeah. pretty quick once we had the idea it actually went pretty quick yeah so i'm because I think that I think that's interesting how constraints like being constrained in a way almost like fires the creativity it, it just yeah it directs it in really interesting really interesting ways uh, right and the result here is a really tightly focused script like I mean I uh, there's a question somewhere in here I'm trying to get to it I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and you talk about the constraints of the script and literally this is three actors and a dog yeah so and he was good Mr. Jax yeah, yeah. 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 Mr. Jax is a <laughs> pretty puppy <laughs> A vicious, vicious killer. Yeah. Vicious Canadian dog. <laughs> yeah. He's adorable on set. Yeah. But I mean, and, and I can I can see that that just focused everything into this amazing plot. Because I, I mean, not only did you limit the number of characters you had, you limit the, limited for a lot of the movie the actions they could take. Right. Right. So that felt really organic. It felt. Tense and seriously, again the the compliments. I cannot stop. Keep them coming. Yeah. No, no, no. We really we appreciate that. I mean, but it was weird. You know, it's hard because when we're writing it, we're thinking all those things you just said, but you're wondering is it going to translate? Yeah, that's the hard part. And you then just, even you, when you like when we had the first edit, you don't know how it's going to translate to the audience. Yeah. Even after you've shot it and edited it and, and mixed it and all that, like you. You have to wait until people start to see it and they sure. tell you if it's good or not. 
I mean, we did. Or if they're enjoying it. Yeah, if they're enjoying it, yeah. I just think it's so subjective, you know, yeah. what people and, like and don't like. Enjoyment is completely subjective. Right. I mean, Andy and I were having a discussion this morning about we're allowed to not like things. Yeah, <laughs> Even absolutely. sitting here with the sure filmmakers, we're allowed to not absolutely. like things. Absolutely. Right, yeah. So, I mean, it, people take that into consideration. Did you have your question ready? Well, actually, um, I remember I sort of circled back to uh, actually something that Jules dropped down, the, the saying that you are a fan of classic horror because you are not, uh, you don't necessarily like the like more graphic um, depictions of what's going on in some of the newer stuff. That kind of amazed me because of the visceral nature well, of the oh, opening of absolutely. your film. Live is graphic. It literally if, opens with the, a dude hitting the floor, and that was the start of the squirming for me. Yeah. Yes. The, it, probably if I hadn't been on set to see it get made, there, there'd be stuff that I probably wouldn't be able to look at. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, no, my very first horror movie as a kid was The Creature from the Black Lagoon. My favorite? I, I distinctly remember watching it on a black and white TV mm-hmm. as I was probably, like, seven years old, and I thought it was the, like, craziest right. thing. My my parents were not... I mean, they're big movie fans, but they're by no means horror fans. Yeah. Like, like we didn't have... I've still never seen an episode... Of, I mean, a, a, a single Friday the 13th movie. Wow. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it sat through from beginning to end on uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. But, like, Whoa. I don't know, maybe they had the better taste. Because I remember seeing Halloween when I was, like, 11 or 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty awesome. Yeah, and, well, and that was also relatively bloodless by yeah, a lot of Yeah, that right. doesn't have a lot of blood in it, no. Circling back to that gore thing, we, yeah. had, we deliberately had that conversation. And we decided, well, let's go to the end of the block with oh, the gore, yeah. like we thought, because it, it's important for this setup that that happens. Yeah, so we yeah. went, we did go to the, yeah. we actually dialed, we've actually the, dialed the some of the stuff even back. more violent. And like, we, wow. we actually dialed it back, yeah. you know, when we brought wow. on Rob Grant, our director, and we had some conversations with him and our co-producing partners in Canada. And, you know, we had a lot of conversations. So we actually dialed some of it back because we didn't want it to go... You know, there's that weird line, right? Yeah. It's a slippery slope you, you where all of a sudden go you go from... Directly into Japanese splatter territory. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. So we had to be careful about it. But we did the original... One of the original scripts was pretty... Pretty violent. But wow. we actually brought that back. It's easy. When it's on the page, it's easier to conceive than if you have to actually watch it, right? Oh, like yeah. Just us coming up with violent ideas... It was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to actually have to think, like to sit through it, is harder. Right. And so that is a contradiction. It is. Yeah. A, it is. A and bit plus, of a you don't know when it's, when you're watching a movie for the first time. You don't know what's coming. You don't know how bad or that. That's the. Yeah. That's the part that I have a hard time seeing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then and that's that's kind of how it played here. Just like from the way it started, I immediately thought, oh man, it's going to be like it's going to be like ninety minutes of pure sadism. Um, no, no, it was not. It's not. It is not like right. that. Uh, no, it, and there's oddly a whole lot of almost tender moments in this movie, which just accent all of the horrible. And well, that's, yeah, I mean, so we yeah. happy. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, I'm, we're glad you're, you picked up on all that, yeah. because yeah. that was all definitely deliberate, Yeah, all that. So, again, I'm going to check in on Andy, because I know he's got looks on his face like he um, wants to ask something. I, I, <laughs> I'm sitting over here mugging, because my brain's just, like, shut down this morning. It's fine. Um, my God. 
like I had like I woke up at like four thirty with eight thousand questions about the writing process, and none of them are coming to mind at the moment. So, uh, I do want to know because uh, we've talked to directors here. Um, when you write a project, because I mean this is part of the the process that I'm not totally familiar with. I can I can see you know the director bringing it to the screen and uh, all what you see on the screen and all that. When you bring the the writing to a director. You know, what's that process like for you? Well, you know, there's always a little anxiety. I mean, you send your script out, you, it's your baby, you want people to like it. Um, I mean, fortunately on this, we got real good response from Rob. I mean, we talked to a few people, directors, but, uh, you know, for the most part, a good direct, they'll have notes. I mean, you want notes, right? Yeah. You want people to, no, nothing's perfect. Right. So you... you I'm not speaking for you on this one. I thought I am. I thought it was pretty perfect, and I was right. <laughs> pretty it crushed. Couldn't have been any better. Did I have a single note, one note. Oh no! But the hard no, part it was <laughs> the, the. I think the real kismet of when we how we got to Rob was that the guys from Canada, seven seven five, our partners up there, mm-hmm. they had worked with him, and they recommended him. We saw some of his stuff, so we were like, yeah, he definitely is very capable. His stuff is good. So send him the script and. We'll, then we'll talk and then when we talked to him he picked up like like you said there's tenderness in there and it's not just all violence and yeah. stuff. he picked up on all the stuff that yeah we, all those little things like that we thought was were buried in there yeah. and that we would hope that they people would notice but they're not you're not getting hit over the head with it either right and he knew it and then and then even oddly enough his feel for it, like he started talking about like John Carpenter movies and stuff, and we we're just like, oh, okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. This guy right. understands, like he seemed to know what our influences were, even though obviously you don't have uh, like a cover page that says, right. you know, he wrote this because we love. Yeah. Please, right. please go into John Carpenter yeah. directing style. It, exactly. You know, bring in the synth pop. It's fine. Yeah, it's exactly. Fine. And, <laughs> and his comments were well thought. Out. That's the frustrating thing for I think for writers, or at least I think it is for us. You'll send out a script, and let's just, just say it's not alive. Let's say it's a different project, whatever it is, and you send it out, and you'll get a note back that's, you just go, did you actually read the script? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is like a, like, or you'll get a note that's just crazy. Like, the, if you get a well-thought-out, well-reasoned note, then you just go, and, and the good thing about it is when you get those, you go, oh, why didn't we think of that? Yeah, you know, that is really a huge improvement. That's that's a good idea. Because you know how it is. You get close to it, and sometimes there's something obvious that might make it better, and you're just missing it, right? Because you're... Yeah. yeah. So, some, you get that extra set of eyes on stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's important. If you can trust somebody to give you an extra set of eyes. And we have a script consultant that we use in L.A. Her name's Pilar Alessandra. And she's mm-hmm. known as, like, the script whisperer in L.A. <laughs> and uh, she's, she's, yeah, she's terrific. She's amazing. She, you know, and she was, she was actually, the first time she read a lot, she was like, wow, this is different for you guys. Because we'd written a lot of, you know, more, like, mainstream kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, studio kind of stuff. Yeah. And she was like, wow, this is, wow. <laughs> Same question. How'd you guys come up with this? Right. Kind of thing. So that was that was fun. We knew we knew we were doing all right when she reacted real well to it. So. Good, good. So um, how has I mean have, this is not the first place that you've shown this film? I'm assuming. No. I don't no. think so. Uh, how's how's the reaction been so far? It's been it's been really positive. We've uh, you know we we premiered at FilmQuest, 
in Provo, Utah, and uh, we took home the best screenplay there. That was yeah, nice. nice. And then a little uh, soft pat on the back. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, and then we did. Uh, then we were in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were part of the. I can't, can't remember what the category was, but they did like a late night screenings of, of horror type stuff, horror mm-hmm. thriller, and um, and that was great. Big international festival, and uh, not just like a genre focused fest. It was you know stuff from all over. Yeah, and. Uh, and then where'd we go from there? Shriek, Shriek Fest. Fest. Oh, yeah, we won Best Thriller at Shriek Fest. So it so seems like nice. they liked it. And then we did Grim Fest in uh, Manchester. And cool. they haven't announced any awards yet. So Grim Fest, Ooh. if you're listening. Fingers crossed. Come on. And then we're in Austin. And then we're here. And then we're in Austin Austin Film Festival next week in the Dark Matters category. Cool. And... Uh, should I give them all? Should you, should oh, please <laughs> continue. That's okay, fine. So then, give me the plug, uh, to plug, plug what you yeah, want. Okay. Horror point. House. Uh, we have a bunch of nominations at Horror House. That's in L.A. on November 2nd. Awesome. And um, New York City Horror Festival, December 1st. And we don't have a screening date yet, but we're also in another hole in the head in San Francisco. Yeah. And then we're in Atlanta. Oh, and the Atlanta. I'm not going to be right. able to go Atlanta to Atlanta because we're going to be in Austin. Yeah, the Atlanta, the Atlanta Horror Film Festival. Sweet. Yeah. And then that Blood in the Snow. And Blood in the Snow. There you go. Boy, oh my goodness. That's I got it locked in I'm here. I'm surprised. That's Man. a lot. Yeah. 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 Holy cow. <laughs> See? You guys are awesome, and you should know it. Oh, I, did, I did forget it. I, boy, I feel bad I forgot those. And you're the yeah. one who did all the submissions. Yeah, well, do, we have a <laughs> do we have a Blood in the Snow date yet? No, no, I don't think we have the date. Okay, yet. so we don't have dates for Blood in the Snow or another uh, another hole in the head. But in Atlanta, the twenty seventh. Yeah, it's if you're the Friday in the Atlanta night. Area, yeah, it's Friday. And this the twenty seventh. Be up by before the date, the twenty yeah. seventh, October twenty seventh. <laughs> <laughs> Any this, chance it's going to get this up? This will be up today. Available. Oh, great! There you go. <laughs> we're putting this up as soon as we're done. Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. So now, um, we again we have. Nothing but good things to oh, say thank about you. this. Right. We really appreciate you guys coming out so super early. We're like here two hours before everything else starts, so we That's got the okay. quiet room. Now. It's quiet. That's yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so, um, so, so somebody went and kind of exercised their producer privilege and got them to turn off the music, which is like that was Jules. I just said there's a, we're doing a radio interview upstairs. Radio. Radio. Yeah. Radio. It's got tubes. Yeah. It's an audio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for radio enough. So, so you're welcome to continue sitting with us. I'm going to sure. drag RC over here right. finally, okay. so we can start discussing yesterday. And you can oh. again chime in. Oh, sure. So yeah, so we are calling today's episode "Cinematic Sexiness Saturday." Oh god. I, I, I start. I started a thing yesterday, and it had to happen. Bob did not run this past me. I just. I need to make that. <laughs> Incredibly uh, known. <laughs> while, while we're on that subject, he didn't run it past me either, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll carry on. It'll happen. I okay. like it, Bob. Thank you. So this will Thank be... you so much. This is what I live with, guys. It's, these are the guys uh, I hired. Well, then don't and don't pay. <laughs> so I was, yeah, I was like stuck in Shortland uh, for most. I wasn't stuck in Shortland. I was in self-imposed exile in Shortland yesterday, and I loved it. You actually were in like feature film heaven here because you was. saw. I, I was in for uh, Kill Ben like, and, and have... I will be fully honest. I wanted to see that because of the man candy, because um, <laughs> they, they posted the picture of one of the dudes, and I'm like, oh, I'm there, oh, I'm there. And unfortunately, it does not count for the dong counter. But um, <laughs> damn, I'm so angry that Andy had a chance to say feature film Friday and he didn't. <laughs> 
feature film. <laughs> Fabulous feature film. Friday. It, it, it was okay. full frontal Friday. That's what we call it. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was Jesus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there we are. But yeah, uh, Kill Ben Like. I know that you were in on the shorts during that time, but super fun. It uh, yeah. again, I'm using this word I hate. Rump. It's kind of it's a capery thriller. Yeah. It's not. I I wouldn't even truly classified as horror but super funny super it was funny. good yeah. yeah i saw we saw harry and i saw it It was good yeah i that was really quick witted and really well written real quick can we go back to the short that was in front of alive because that really ups like that I was good i missed the i short completely missed it alive. i was editing it? yesterday. oh because yeah. we were still editing so by all means like talk, please talk, talk about it i i mean did you yeah i was, it was super, upsetting it was super <laughs> affecting Really? That was uh, it's, Mother uh, of a Sacred Lamb. Mother of a Sacred Lamb. Oh, it's I, I I can't even talk about it. It's gonna make me cry, dude. Um, wow, it's, I feel it's, bad for me. If you have it children now. and you, it's a it's the like the it's the uh, kind of revelation of anybody's worst fears for having child. Oh my Ooh. god, I can't talk about it. <laughs> I know. It was wow. When Alive started, I had tears in my eyes. Wow, it was so upsetting. Meanwhile, RC and I are over here, like exchanging meaningful glances. We were we were in two two straight blocks of shorts, um, and and so yeah, we were watching our, our own like shorts that broke us into little pieces. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of great shorts, um, man. You can do oh, so much. When, I th- especially yeah. when you use horror as a genre as like a delivery piece for sort of the message and stuff. They because yeah. either it can it, it can be hysterical, right? I think horror lends itself to some great comedy. Yeah. But then just like there was I don't know if it's in this it was at uh, Film Quest that short about the girl's uh mother dying prematurely or whatever. I didn't see that one. Oh, you wow. didn't see that one? Oh super yeah. sad. But it, it was like kind of weird because it was horror based. Yeah. But and I can't even uh, Oh no I saw that one with the honey. The honey, yes. Yeah that was out, that of, the, called, out of Great Britain, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was like a, it was it was good. UK. It was interesting. Well, I think one of the great examples of that, as Arsene's leaning in because he wants to talk about it, <laughs> we want to talk about it now, um, was in uh, in the Recurring Nightmares uh, block A that we were watching while you guys were watching Kill Ben Like. That block ended up with um, podcast favorite, Jill Gabertesian. Uh, <laughs> I've probably mispronounced her name again. I'm very sorry, Jill. Uh, uh, it's her 42 counts. 42 counts, thank you. And it's, it's a story about um, two women who realize that they are being watched on camera. Oh, in I've front. seen that one too. It is a gut punch of an ending, and it's a true story about a guy in Missouri, right? Yeah, yeah. But we don't like you. You don't know that watching it. You're like, I'm expecting it to be like, I'm expecting a reveal or a twist or something funny or a really good like they're gonna get this guy. It's gonna be like a really cool like empowering like fight back moment. No, it's just a real punch in the gut. Yeah. Like, we both walked out of that. I mean, when, when that short ended, there was, like, 10, 15 seconds of stunned silence, and then people started kind of slowly, dazedly applauding. Yeah. Wow. Right after it, um, the lights came on, and I was like, that that's the end of this block? No. I need, I need, I'm, I'm, I'm scrambling for something. I need, I need a reveal. I need a resolution of something. And no, I didn't get it. Nobody got it. <laughs> wow. But I mean, I like I like that. I like I really like that about it. that. There is there is not that resolu- there is not that resolution. There is not that kind of. Uh, it's like the Hannah Gadsby thing. Like you don't get to have that little catharsis at the end, and everything is not going to be okay. Like you just have to kind of deal with it. Yeah, it was it was super effective, yeah. but it was just you know the 
the generic human response of no, I need I need this to resolve. I need something. Help. Yeah. <laughs> help, help me not have to live with this now. You can take it back now. Oh shit, she left I, the room. Now I feel bad because I watched four hours of British comedy and they're all like getting seriously emotionally <laughs> no. wounded. No, Just wait, because that was one of three no. blocks of shorts that I went through. Yeah. There oh were God. there were there was I mean there were so many great shorts. There were hilarious shorts too. Like that was uh, Ebola. E Ebola was uh, another really funny. I don't it's E hyphen bowl. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was super fun. Yeah. Um, I need to look that one up. Was it about bowling? It was about bowling. It was about and bowling, and then the the pizza is yeah. contaminated, and it turns all the women into zombies, and they just yeah. eat these three fucking dickholes who yeah. decide to. <laughs> well, it's just, they're going to yeah. go to ladies' night and hook up with random people who aren't their wives. Like Ooh. it's. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It yeah. was. It was. It was That's really a funny good. The, um, there was like one guy who was kind of innocent. He was the last line of the show was, "I just wanted to bowl." <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good last line. It was, it was I, am, good. I am really liking, especially in terms of the shorts that I've seen and that you guys have seen, that we are seeing the social changes, the 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 very feminist ideas and things like that coming through, where they were kind of background before because we knew that horror was being used for that right now they're coming to the front like especially with things like ebola and uh what metal girls are into yeah. just this female empowering awesomeness totally digging it yeah uh, moving on there there are a few things that i I've unfortunately did not see that i kind of wanted to the bad man rc caught that one so, I watched The Bad Man Alone, and I would like to retitle it Conflicted Emotions and Awkward Boners, the film. Um, <laughs> okay. Please explain. How graphic is the sex slave stuff? It is way more graphic than I was mentally prepared for it to be. Uh, full on, by the way, counter goes up, full on dick in hand with needle going into it. <laughs> Our total count is now two. A needle? Yeah. Two. It, because... It was, oh, it was oh, injecting oh. him so that he could get hard, so that he could fuck the clown's <laughs> leg, and none of whoop, this is a joke. Whoop, whoop. There's, there's a lot. And who's the bad man here? The, the, the clown. The clown, like, the, the clown who's, is kidnapping people. The clown is always the bad man. The clown Chuck is, is like, yeah, my people. son is actually right here. This is getting really uncomfortable. <laughs> Clown. We can skip right. it because there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> because I have a lot of words about this movie. We, wow, dude. Like, like a lot of words even, about this movie. I'm going to have to have Jason send um, Mr. Shermer over to us to discuss and maybe get me a screener copy because I'm super upset I missed it now. It, he, as, wow. as far as movies that, um, like, horror is designed to make you uncomfortable, like, A fucking plus did it <laughs> yes um it's it exploits a lot of bad parts sorry heteros it exploits a lot of bad parts of the gay specifically bdsm community um there's a lot of the the kind of like horrifying manipulation that you know is real and is and is toxic and is bad and goes beyond like things two consenting adults do behind closed doors right um and especially given light of recent events was a lot more effective than I think it was supposed to have been. Um, but I think it's just really, really badly timed for me to watch it. <laughs> so, did, wow. did you just have, like, a day of being completely emotionally destroyed by everything yes. you watched yesterday? Yes. Yay! 
I've done my job. And then, and then, are we moving on? Can we move yes, on? Yes, we can move on. We ought to. Because then I went to the FP2 Beats of Rage, and everything was better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The FP2, for the, the quote-unquote younger members of the audience, um, is basically Yu-Gi-Oh, but with DDR instead of a card game. <laughs> wow. It was wow. fucking delightful. Everything was hysterical. The art style was incredible. The music was great and was all custom. Um, the director and I believe his wife, I didn't actually ask, so I'm not sure, but I, I am fairly sure that they are a couple. Um, really great people. They, uh, they did a Q&A after and they were just lovely humans. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a really fun movie if you want nonsense that looks like a vaporwave music video. It's, the dance battle is for control over the alcohol mines so that they can all get fucked up. Like, the, the, every every part of it. Wait, every wait, part of wait, it is hysterical. Wait, wait. Wow. Alcohol mines. Those are words that were said together. Just I'd always dream that this is, this is this mines. Right? And <laughs> this is a sequel. Like, <laughs> um, I did find out uh, something moderately interesting and not super outlandish. Um, this was actually all funded by uh, Indiegogo. So this is an entirely... Uh, fan-funded movie. Sweet. Um, the first one apparently flopped. I can imagine why, but I love the shit out of it. They did kind of like a trailer, and they're like, is this going to be like a trailer? Like, are we going to use this to entice people? No, it actually became the first act of the second movie, and then they got wow. Indiegogo to fund it. Yeah. Um, it was it was really interesting. It was just so fun. It was not at all <laughs> horror, and frankly, I needed it. <laughs> so, real quick, um... What are you? Is there anything that you guys are looking forward to hitting today? Okay, well, I want to see live screen. I want to. Yeah, see, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, but I also want to see several of the shorts at that two o'clock block. <laughs> yeah, you just described yeah. what my entire yesterday was <laughs> it's like. Crazy. Right, it's crazy. Like, That's why the three of us keep splitting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you go see this so we can talk about it, and yeah. I'll go see this. You have and, to do that, and I'll watch the equipment. I want at some point. So much good I am stuff. the doorway. The things they left behind. The Stephen King dollar babies. Oh, the dollar babies uh, are always fascinating. What are? To me. What is the dollar baby? The thing with the dollar baby is uh, Stephen King, in his experience in the entertainment industry, always thought it was really weird. You know, with people buying the rights, but with college students, he knows that they don't have the kind of money. So if if a college student goes to him and says, "I want to do this as my college thesis or whatever," he'll let them buy the rights to do that movie for a dollar. Oh, nice! That's Whoa. interesting. Yeah. Okay. So those are actually his stories being being uh, converted to film, and I'm actually looking. I'm really looking forward to them because I do like Stephen King. I'm just hoping they actually end well, unlike many of Stephen King's novels. <laughs> so, um. I know live stream is going to be a big one here today. Yeah. Um, I am still debating between that and the recurring nightmares. Um, Field Guide to Evil. That's our anthology that's film today. That's one I'm definitely into. One of the ones I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I love anthologies in general, but that one in particular has my attention. Trauma. I bought so many energy drinks today. <laughs> Uh, because trauma is on my list. I need to see that one. And that's midnight screen. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yep. Uh, Which kills me because I want to go get the swag in the midnight shorts. <laughs> yeah, the two a.m. the two a.m. feature is the one that I'm I'm going to try to drag myself across the finish line because I have been really wanting to see it all weekend. It's uh, I've got my my pronunciation will be poor, uh, but it's uh, La Puta Es Ciega. Uh, translation translated that means the whore is blind. 
Uh, it is another another entry from Mexico. Like uh, every horror film that I have seen to come out of either Mexico or even Spain proper in the last few years has been killing it. Yeah. I've seen a teaser. The teaser gives nothing away, uh, but it just it. I need to see what this is about. I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping I can stay up to make it. Sweet. <laughs> so, um, well, that concludes our wrap up for this morning, guys. This will be shortly. Yes. Um, so, uh, Chuck Jules, anything else you guys want to add? No, Apart from your no, thanks, no, thanks for, for well, thanks for having us. Having us. Yeah. So you Thank you for awesome. joining us this morning. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We're wrapping up, kids. Nice. Um, now we'll keep doing the live updates during the day. Uh, we will again come back tomorrow morning, hopefully with a whole lot more really cool movies to talk about. In any case, we will talk to you guys later. See you. Bye. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.